Welcome to Asia New Horizons, where law enforcement practitioners and academics get together to share knowledge and ideas to shape the future of crime analysis. Thank you so much, Paige, for having me here. I'm Dawn Reby, founder and CEO of Excellence in Analytics. And I've been in the law enforcement industry since 1998 as a full-time intern way back when, and uh, have climbed my way around throughout multiple police agencies um, all over the globe, actually, and, uh, and spent a lot of my time building analytical capacity with police agencies under several federal umbrellas as a private consultant and even embedded as, as an analyst and as an analyst director in some agencies. I'm happy to be here today and really, you know, move some discussion and create some energy around the quality of analytics and building that legacy system and that legacy infrastructure that is so critical to, um, you know, a successful analytical crime analysis. We are very excited to have you on as well. It's been a long time coming. Um, you've mentioned you are around the globe. Every yes. time I, I spoke to you, you're in a, another part of the country. And I actually think you visited the UK at one point, didn't you? And I hope I that was I hope that was fun. And you saw some of our, our sites here in London. But great <laughs> to have you on. And thank you again for joining us. Thrown into a position and not having the resources or the um, support to really build a quality function at the agency. And so, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of agencies I've visited, right? And so I I kept on hearing the same burnout story over and over again. And I thought to myself, and I experienced it too, quite honestly. And I thought to myself, how can I help the analytical community go from burnout to excellence? Because my own journey involved me being quite burnt out for my own personal reasons, and then shifting that absolutely completely, and then loving what I do, right? And so I wanted to give that to other analysts. I wanted to professionalize the field. I wanted our analysts to be taken seriously and to not go home and like pass out because they were so exhausted from a crazy day. (laughs) Are you like that sometimes, Paige? (laughs) I know so many people that are like this. And it's so nice that you're talking about it because not many people do because actually Dawn what we tend to find is that's just part of the job that's just part of the nine to five it's normal it's normal to feel burnt out because you know you, there's always there's so many reasons for it than actually yeah. saying actually no this is not okay like this is too much for me or this is way out of my my area of expertise and not many people say no so the power of no and no and we had someone on before that spoke about this so yeah, I definitely get burnt out sometimes and it takes me a while to bounce back. Um, and I feel really guilty. I feel really guilty when I get to that point because I'm like, no, no, I can't. This is not the right time for a burnout. But, you know, maybe that's just not me listening to my body uh, yeah. before that point. So that's a really important point. Thanks for sharing that. It is. And, and, you know, a lot of law enforcement analysts are civilians, right? And so a lot of the times civilians are walking into a sworn environment and trying to, I'm quoting, right, quote unquote, prove themselves. They have this desire to prove that they are of value. And it's that notion of I'm only of value if I work my butt off, if I solve 20 cases or not three or whatever it might be, or just one, maybe just solve one case. Right. And so you have these analysts who are taking work home, who are working through their lunches, who look up and they realize they haven't left their desks in five, six, seven hours. I I mean, they they don't even drink water because they don't want to run out to the bathroom. (laughs) Exactly. 
it's, it's right you're right and I don't know what it's like where you are where you live but here in the UK our crime documentaries are so fascinating we're all engaged in them but when you have the analysts come on the screen in their character they are the ones that never leave never leave the room they're always at the computer I mean or staying the night in the police in the in the station so it's like glamified a little bit yeah and it's not meant to be like that Yes. And, and then you have the situation where, um, you know, now the analyst is called upon to do non-analytical tasks yeah. because they know how to turn on a computer or because they know how to make a chart. And, and next yeah. thing you know, you're reading someone's thesis because they are going on to grad school. <laughs> yes yes and and this is the raw this is what it is like this is the stuff that they don't tell you when you're starting off because you know they it there's it's it's not right and and the the reality of the situation is whatever profession you're in it is your life it is how you design it if you feel the need to feed the your ego or to feel value by somebody else telling you that regardless of your field, regardless of your sworn versus civilian status um, or rank or hierarchy, whatever it is, you're going to find yourself spinning in this wheel. And so the first book is really designed to help analysts understand the key analytical skills that they need. There's one chapter on, hey, if you're an intel or a crime analyst, here's what you need to know. And there's like a mini assessment in there. Uh, But here's all the rest of the book is about all the other things you need to know, Um, creating a vision of what you want your life to look like, uh, creating, building uh, confidence and boundaries, being a leader, a thinker, a problem solver, critically understanding, um, you know, information that's passed your way, how to create buy-in, all of the things, relationship building that they don't teach us in analytical school, right? And so, um, so the book was really to serve analysts in a way that gave them the confidence and gave them the knowing that they're not alone first and second, that they are in charge of their lives. So if they're like frantically running around, it's because they chose that way. That's a hard pill to swallow. Someone might say, I didn't choose this. This is what my agency is doing. But the reality is we have to, as analysts, professionalize ourselves and create the boundaries and create the life by design in a proactive way so that we can deliver excellence in our careers and in our workforces and also have lives that we absolutely love living in and outside of work. Yeah. You know, when you meet those people, you think, yes, yeah, they keep talking like, yeah, I can relate to that. Yes. There's not one thing you have not said here that I'm like, I don't agree with that. I'm li- if people can see my face, I'm just, yes, <laughs> keep talking, Dawn. This is amazing. No, absolutely. They are in control of their life because you're right. We, they're, although they are police personnel per se, they are their own people. They're in their own, some people call them magicians, you know, because of what they, what analysts, what analysts do. How has the feedback been for you with the book? What's people saying? Yeah, um, it's changed. It's changed people. So it a company, there's an accompanying program um, called RG that goes along, Rising Genius, that goes along with that book. And, you know, it has absolutely changed people's lives. People have reached out and said, I didn't know I was allowed to make these decisions. I didn't know that I could be proactive in my own life and not reactive. I mean, it's kind of like, think about this page. You know, we tell our officers, 
be proactive, use our data to drive strategy and don't go from call to call to call in a reactive way. Yet analysts are reactive sometimes because they're like request after request after request. And I'm going to tell them the same thing. Be proactive in your way of living and decide what you want to do. Use the information you have, shift your mindset and live a life you love living. And I will tell you, I'm so blessed because the people who've been through the program and people who've provided feedback about the book that accompanies the program, their lives are a thousand percent different. They are unbelievably happy, unbelievably balanced. They feel like um, that they're really excelling in their career, whereas before they were treading water or like climbing up, right? And now they feel like I am providing value. Um, they don't feel alone anymore. They feel loved and supported. And um, it's, it's, it's truly melting my heart to continue to serve this population in this different capacity um, because I've taught all the technical stuff, tactical, Excel, I mean, I've taught, I continue to teach all of that through ICA, IATALYST, ICP, but giving this side of the gift, giving this side of the energy, that softer side, I adore watching people transform and I love it, love it, love it. Oh, good. We, we need to bring you on to one of our webinars. Uh, you'd be, you'd be great. Everyone would sign up to that after listening to this. It's, you know, the gap that what I found in this in this uh, community, within this community, is uh, the lack of career structure, a path for our analysts. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that you're filling that a little bit by providing these, not step-by-steps, but just this manual, this yes. manual of, okay, this is what you, you are going to be taught to be doing, but here's what you could be doing to excel. And you're, giving, you're putting your own spin on it, and I love it. I, I love it. Everyone needs to buy these books. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's listening, buy the book. So, well, I mean, what, what made you write this book? What, what was the light bulb moment for you? You know, it was really because in my own world, I was that analyst. I was that analyst who was climbing and proving myself. I was the only analyst who was at a command staff meeting, the only female who was at the command staff meeting minus the secretary. And, you know, and I really was in this notion of prove, prove, prove and work, work, work. In fact, I took vacation time. Only time I took vacation time was to work another job and, or, or refine my skills or do some kind of um, growth, which, which is wonderful. We should all be growing, but you know, um, when you burn out, my adrenals got smashed. Uh, I wasn't able to do the things that I wanted to do in my personal life. Um, my health started declining. I gained weight. I'm like, what is happening to me? I'm just not the person I want to be. And I wasn't truly happy. And, And with that, I started accepting things in my personal life that I shouldn't have accepted. Well, I I kind of want to stay away from that should have thing, right? I accepted things in my life that were unhealthy for me because I was pushing so hard in these other areas and I couldn't handle one more thing, right? Oh, I understand. Yes, ma'am. Yep. And so, um, and so see, so overcoming that and then, which took 10 years, right? Overcoming that and getting to a place of complete joy and then doing that work at those police agencies and seeing myself 10 years prior, I'm like, no, you don't have to live this way. It could be so much better. (laughs) And so the book just had to happen. The program just had to happen. 
And, um, and, you know, I just, I'm just so thankful, thankful for all of the people who trusted in the, in the process, in the mission, and whose lives have completely changed as a result of it. Yeah, absolutely. You've you've, uh, touched on something important there, trusted. It's so hard uh, to find someone that says that opens the door, if you know what I mean. So absolutely. So that was the first book, you've got a new book coming out. Yeah. Let's talk about the new book because it's only going to get better, everyone. I just, (laughs) I know. I'm going to let you lead the way. (laughs) Thank you, Paige. Thank you so much. So, the first book is really for the analysts, it's for the ones who are in the dirt doing the work, right? Um, the second book is building that uh, a legacy of crime analysis at an agency, and it really is about the infrastructure that we need to put in place to truly professionalize our industry and grow the buy-in, grow the use of analytics, and grow the unit overall. You know, crime analysis is this field. When I started, there was no school for crime analysis. You know, people got paid pennies to do this crazy, amazing work. And sometimes they still do to this very day, right? And as the world has evolved over the last 20, 24 years, we started to see this this world of data in the public and private sectors evolve. And um, but but in policing, we're just kind of thrown into it, right? So maybe you're in dispatch and now you have to run a crime analysis unit and you're like, how the heck do I do that? And you tap into ICA, which is a wonderful resource, as well as some other entities that are great resources, but it's bits and pieces, right? It's bits and pieces. And so um, we grab a class and then we try to implement and we grab something else and we try to implement. But I started seeing this um, overall kind of, you know, one, two, three that was missing. So this book, the second book is less about, is, is more, I should say, more about what are the building blocks that need to be in place to create an analytical function? Everything from the vision of the unit to the policies, the written policies, the written procedures, how to develop procedures, as well as document those, how to onboard analysts effectively and efficiently, how to create systems for them to progress, to be retained, for them to grow, um, and everything in between, what, where to get your data, how to get your data, how to assess your products, how to create amazing products, there's tools, there's templates, nothing is from scratch, Everything is in there to build an analytical function for a small agency, for a large agency. It doesn't matter. The the building blocks are the same. And so um, the implementation is sometimes a little bit different based on your size or your goals. But what the book really does is provides that step by step. Okay, step one, what do I do? Step two, what do I do? How do I build leadership and so forth? So it takes you through the whole gamut of optimizing an analytical function at a police department and um, professionalizing the field overall. I don't, I'm speechless. (laughs) I don't, I don't, how can I follow on from that? I mean, again, you are taking this, these issues that we continue to see across all forces internationally and say, okay, this is the way, this is how we can resolve these issues. Mm-hmm. Dawn, have you actually spoken to UK police forces about this? Have you been invited to talk about your book share over here? Not in the UK, uh, but I have, I know, I, I welcome the opportunity. I welcome yes. the opportunity. <laughs> uh, but I have spoke with many hundreds and hundreds of chiefs. I've worked with large departments of, you know, 
2,000 officers or um, to, I should say, 1,800 to 2,000 officers to, you know, 13 officers or switch that 13 to 2,000 officers, right? And so speaking with those chiefs um, and helping them build the infrastructure that a lot of them just are unaware on how to build this and, and they should be, right? We as analysts, we as the analytical profession, we're the ones that must bring best practices into our police agencies. But a lot of the times we don't know where to find them. Right. And so I packaged it up in this little book. I've done work with IATALYST. I've written, you know, a lot of stuff with large teams of people with NHTSA um, and really worked with so many agencies. I know what the best practices are. I know what the failures are and how to overcome them. And it's just in that little book. And so, um, the, the, the chiefs are really looking for quality implementation, but they don't necessarily want to do it themselves. They want someone to come on board and say, this is how we create buy-in. This is the process for, um, you know, posting. This is the uh, position. This is the process for something else. Right. And so, um, so the chiefs want the quality best practices performed. They want analysts and supervisors to step up into leadership and tell them what needs to be done. And so this fills the gap for those analysts and supervisors who just don't know what needs to be done. And it presents it all to them. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. said you keep referring to a little book, a little book with <laughs> big impacts. Let's just, I'm going to set, set that, set that here. I mean, I'm just, you are a breath of fresh air. You really are. And I mean, I'm only talking to you virtually. I can only imagine what you are like in person at at an event. Um, You are honestly a breath of fresh air. The work that you are doing is phenomenal and is greatly appreciated. We need this. This Mm -hmm. is what we need. We need the conversation to continue. And we need someone like yourself that just takes the reins and say, you know what? 10 years went by and I, in a way, lost who I was because of this role. Let's prevent this. Let's prevent this from happening from those, you know, the individuals that are going to be coming up into these exactly. uh, professions and really are excited to be analysts because it is a really good job. And yeah. those that do it are brilliant. So we need this. And uh, yeah, let's say, where, where can you buy the book? Let's tell our listeners where they can purchase this book from. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, excellenceinanalytics.com is my website, excellenceinanalytics.com. That's where you can buy everything. There's also donreby.podia.com. That's a direct link to to, uh, all of the tools. We offer a lot of tools like analyst bundles. We offer meditation packages, stress reduction packages, all kinds of stuff for analysts and analyst supervisors to get straight, to get you know, their head on um, exactly the way that they want it to be so that they can create the amazingness that they that they want to create. And I will say, Paige, I, I appreciate all, all your positivity and all your positive energy. I love what you are doing for the law enforcement community as well. And, you know, we're giving the foundation, right? We started, for me, I started at the very bottom of the bottom and I knew nothing until I fell 750 times, right? And so my goal with a lot of these new folks is to give them the best practices and then that's their starting point. That's their launch point. And then they can even take it further than I ever could. So we as an industry must really connect together, US, the UK, everybody in between all together and uh, and really professionalize the field as a whole and create a love of the field. And I'll tell you, yesterday I had an analyst reach out to me and she said, hey, do you know anything I can do in the 
private sector because I heard that law enforcement analysis is a stinky field to be in. And I was like, no, 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 it's a wonderful field to be in. But you've got to create the boundaries, you've got to learn how to have a voice, and you've got to professionalize yourself. And um, and our programs help folks do all of those things. They do. They do. Because you've got meditation, you've got... Dawn, you're doing everything. You're just, oh, I just, I love this. I love this work. And you've got the leadership school that you mentioned to me earlier. Let's touch on that because, um, I mean, I want to sign up. So tell me more. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the leadership school is based off of our RG leadership program. And so we have our program for analysts and our program for supervisors or leaders. And it, it uh, represents the next level of, of the second book. So the second book is wonderful, but sometimes when you go to implement it, you have some questions, right? And so what the leadership school is, it's a, an actual weekly program Um, August, I'm sorry, October 4th, all the way through June. So it's a nine month program, a nine month school for law enforcement analytical leaders, where you get a 12 module system on everything you need to know about starting off in leadership, who you want to be as a leader, how to create a culture of quality um, growth, right? Uh, How to retain quality analysts, how to promote people, even if you don't have a promotion system, you know, all of the things, right? And so the program mirrors the book, but acts as a platform where we can have some discussion on a week to week basis. So let's say you read the book and you're like, fantastic, I want to implement a a real time event center, I have 5000 officers, you know, I need how many analysts do I need? How many, you know, um, um, how do I set up a progression plan for them? Like, what do I do? And you read the book and you get good ideas, but you're really looking for that guidance of step-by-step. That's where that platform comes in into play. It really focuses around leadership. And I think every analyst, whether you're a supervisor or not, you got to be a leader. And that's why the program is open to supervisors, but it's also open to analysts. We've got to be thinking like leaders, uh, regardless of how many other analysts are in our agency. So the program is a nine-month program. It's group work. You also get all of the 12-module system, which is all about leadership, um, every nook and cranny of it, which is wonderful. We love it, love it, love it. Um, And then you get a deposit of a a library, let's say, of all kinds of resources. So let's say you, Paige, are the analyst and you're a supervisor, and you're like, you know what? but I really don't know how to do Excel. (laughs) Like, is that part of this? We have a library of stuff where we can say, yeah, of course, you need to go figure that out. And here you go. Here's the path to get there. We also do progress reports so that you can actually see your progress throughout the nine months, which is quite wonderful. Um, Every single person, I will say, who's been through our leadership program has repeated it. (laughs) They love it. They join back in. They want to do it. They love the people. They love the atmosphere. They love what they learn. And they love that every time they learn something more. So it's, 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 um, and, you know, they gain so much value at, at the first stage. Um, and then at the second stage, and then they're like, what else do you have, Dawn? I just love being part of everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're addicted they are addicted to what you're doing and I don't and I, yeah it's so obvious as to why that's the case because you just keep on giving you are so organized you have thought this through so much you can just tell the way you're speaking um 
And you know what's really nice? You are passionate. You haven't lost that fire despite despite the challenges that people are facing in this community. So let's put all these links up at the end of this podcast because I really want to promote it more. We'll put another uh, another post out on our LinkedIn page or potentially the book when that comes out on the 10th of August and also the leadership school um, yeah, classes that people, people can take. Um, awesome. Dawn, is there anything else you want to say? I mean, look, I can speak to you for hours and hours, but I appreciate <laughs> it's the start of your day there. Is there anything else that you want to, you want to say to our audience? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I want to really just emphasize that we get to design our lives. And if you're unhappy right now or feeling stressed or overwhelmed, or if you're just struggling, you don't have to. We get to design exactly the lives that we want to live. We have so much power, infinite power to live a life of complete joy and excellence. And I don't want anyone here to um, be afraid to take a bite out of that, to be afraid to step into their power. It's okay if you don't know how, uh, we'll get you there, right? But the key really is, is to decide you want a better life, whether it's with one of our programs or with another program, I encourage every analyst to just desire a life of excellence because you're worth it. You are excellent. You are incredible. You're a great contributor and you deserve to live a life of absolute joy. You've set me up to have a good day, but it's coming to the end of my day. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel, I feel empowered. I feel ready. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you for, because I remember when we first emailed you, you sent me a quote at the end. You said, I appreciate you. And you sent me a quote and that was so different but lovely I've never received such a powerful message from someone I've just met and for those that are listening have also just received a really powerful message from someone they've just listened to probably maybe for the first time so Dawn this is not going to be the last time we're going to speak to you um and it's probably not going to be the last time we're going to see you because I know you've got loads of things um going on and 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 things that you're planning on, on doing but thank you so much for taking time this morning to speak with us Thank you, Paige. And thank you for everything that you do for the law enforcement community throughout your global, right? So everything that you do is so appreciated. The gifts of your heart that you give to so many people continue to do that because you shine. You're amazing.